L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and this is Short Stuff. Uh, this is another funeral edition one. Um, the the never-ending death suite, I guess, is what it's a part of. I know, and I just want funeral directors out there who listen to know that we don't not like you. <laughs> right. Uh, just because this episode is going to be called The Casket Racket <laughs> doesn't mean we don't like you. But when you look at the numbers of the price of caskets, the markup on caskets, it is a little hard to not think there's got to be a better way. Yeah, a more fair, humane way that doesn't just completely rip off the consumer. <laughs> okay. So um, I think the average casket in the United States goes for about 2500 bucks, which is a significant contributor to the overall cost of a funeral, which can be eight to ten grand on average. That's like a, a quarter or more of the total cost just as in the casket alone. Um, and apparently that price has increased dramatically, Chuck, like a 250% increase over the last 30 years. So you would think like, okay, that means that like the 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 casket making guild has has broken up and like they're they're not passing along their knowledge any longer. The stuff that they use to make caskets have become so rare that they we can hardly get our hands on it anymore. What else could could qualify caskets for a two hundred and fifty percent increase uh, in in price over the years? Which, by the way, is twice as much the inflation rate as the next highest uh, item uh, has has uh, grown in price over the last 30 years. So what is it about caskets that has, has made them grow in price so much, Chuck? Well, I mean, things that contribute, certainly, if you're just shopping for a casket, mm-hmm. uh, and this isn't necessarily inflation, but if you're, if you're wondering how you spend, you know, six grand on a casket, it's a piece of it's not furniture, but like it's made out of wood. If you want a wood one, they're also metal ones. We'll get into both. But if you're looking at something made out of wood, obviously the materials is going to be a big deal. So if you want the mahogany or the hickory or the walnut casket, it's going to cost a lot more than like the pine box or the oak box. <laughs> uh, if you're looking at metal, the pricey ones are 20 gauge steel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can also get copper or bronze and stuff like that. I think the least the, pricey ones are the 20-gauge steel. Like, that's their pine box version for metal ones. Oh, oh, did I say most expensive? Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, I meant pricey. least expensive. Yeah, Sorry about that. I, yeah, I gotcha. Uh, obviously, the copper and the bronze are going to be the priciest ones. But, you know, then there's craftsmanship with any kind of um, anything made by human hands. If it's got, you know, fancier stuff on it, it's going to cost a lot more. If the corners are all rounded, Instead of uh, welded off, it's going to be a lot more. Sure. So all these things go into determining the price. But, uh, and of course, what's going on on the inside as well, all the all the fancy silks and, and uh, I almost said bunting, but like that crepe interior mm-hmm. um, is going to be less expensive than velvet. So inside and out, the materials matter, the craftsmanship matters. But 
and maybe we should well no let's go ahead and say it before the break okay what's really going on is there are two main casket manufacturers in the u.s mm-hmm. uh, batesville and matthews they have a, not a monopoly but about an 82 percent share of the the distribution it's awfully close and it's pretty close and they don't sell to people they sell only to funeral homes so they mark it up by three or four hundred percent and then the funeral directors can then mark it up as well. So that's where the money's really going. Yes, through the markup, because they have almost a monopoly. So I say that we take that break you were talking about, maybe lie in repose for a couple of minutes, and we will come back and uh, get active again. Sounds good. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So, Chuck, um, one of the reasons why uh, the two main manufacturers of caskets can mark their prices up is because they sell directly to funeral homes. And the reason that funeral directors can further mark those up to whatever they want is because most people don't shop around for not only a casket, but a funeral home. They probably went to a funeral at the funeral home they're using before. Maybe uh, they've used that funeral home before and they're a repeat customer. I would guess that unless you have a really bad experience with a funeral home, you're probably going to use the same one over and over again because you're in the depths of grief and you're not thinking about your bottom line or your pocketbook. You're just trying to get through this terrible time. And funeral directors know that. And they price their prices accordingly because they have a captive customer. That's right. There's probably one family member who's really wanting to shop around. Uncle Sal. (laughs) But Uncle Sal gets shut down usually by the other family members who talk about this is not the time to cheap out. So he just loudly complains throughout the rest he of loudly the complains. process. Yeah, that's right. A lot of rolled eyes, a lot of harumph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go like again. How much <laughs> yeah. is this guest book going to cost? <laughs> but you're right. Most people go to the same place, and they know they got you there. Uh, by the way, quick aside, the funeral home, which I've talked about a lot across the street from me, mm-hmm. uh, they were shooting a movie there yesterday. Oh, really? What movie? I don't know, but they changed the funeral sign. So if you ever see a movie with a gold hearse mm-hmm. and F and G funeral home, okay. 
That's across the street from my house. You know, just based on probabilities, there's like a 40 to 50% chance it was a Marvel movie. Uh, sure, here in Atlanta. You're right. Yeah. Or just, and because it's a movie. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Uh, all right. So they got you in there. They know they can mark it up. But there are online casket retailers now mm-hmm. who, are, who have had enough. They say, we want more than an 18% market share mm-hmm. because we're going direct to customer. We are selling them cheaper. In some cases, you can save, you know, 700 to 1500 bucks on the casket alone. Mm-hmm. And some of them deliver overnight. The other ones have them to you in like a few days. And they're like, this is an outdated model that we're using where these, you know, we need to move on from this to manufacturers and uh, and move into the modern age where you can buy this thing on Amazon or at Costco. Right, which is smart and it makes sense. And if you give any kind of thought to this or if you'll listen to your Uncle Sal and your Uncle Sal has, happens to be tech savvy and knows to go on to Amazon to order a casket, you can order one of these caskets and save hundreds, potentially thousands of dollars um, and get pretty much the same casket that you would get from the funeral director. And time was, uh, up until not that long ago, that the funeral director would say, sorry, we don't deal in third-party caskets. We only, uh, we, we're only able to supply our own caskets. Those are the only ones we use. And that was what they did. They blocked caskets that were purchased outside. Um, and you had no choice but to buy your casket through the funeral home you were using until... Get this, until the federal government stepped in and said, funeral industry, you've gotten so bad and so predatory that we, the Federal Trade Commission, are going to enact what's called the funeral rule. And we're going to set up a bunch of rules that govern how you conduct your business because you have shown that you can't be trusted to conduct your business fairly otherwise. And one of them is that you have to accept third-party caskets. Yeah, and you know, that's why it's called the casket racket. That's why this episode is titled that, because it was a racket up until then. The The only reason I'm going to say it's not a racket anymore is because of that funeral rule where they do have to accept a third-party casket. Mm-hmm. But there's still, as of 2019, 82% of caskets are still purchased through those main manufacturers. Like, that's still going on. I think much of that is because people just don't know that there is that funeral rule and that there are other options. Yeah, and the next time that somebody complains to you about big government, you tell them about the funeral rule and tell them to go think about that. <laughs> uh, you can get free shipping with some of these. Yeah. Like I said, you can many times get them overnighted or there in a few days, and you can save a lot of money. And, like, this sounds like we're on a soapbox, but it's just it's a bad time when you're burying a loved one. Mm-hmm. And it's already expensive. So if we can impart a little wisdom and you can save, you know, a couple of grand, like I think we're doing a service here. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, And I think, Chuck, we should do an entire episode on the funeral rule. It's pretty it's much more expansive than just making uh, funeral directors accept third party caskets. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't cover that in any of our anti-funeral home podcast. <laughs> yeah. And also, we've done an entire episode on caskets, if I'm not mistaken. I know. Right? Remember, Ghana has this awesome tradition of making these super style and cool caskets. So uh, if you have some time to kill right now, go online and do an image search of Ghana caskets, and you'll be impressed. That's right. And we also did one on cremation. And the latest numbers, I think we did this back then, but just to keep everyone updated, the 2021 numbers... Mm-hmm. 
by the uh, NFDA, the National Funeral Directors Association, say that the cremation rate now in America is projected to be 58%. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're projecting that out in 2030 to drop down to 25% of burial. So 75% cremation by 2030. Yeah, I don't know that that's going to have an effect on caskets because people who are cremated still often have like viewings and showings and check them out and all that yeah. stuff. You're still going to need a Good casket point. for it. So I don't know that that'll affect things, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> That's a great way to end. Yeah, since everything just petered out yet again, that means that short stuff, everybody is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.